Welcome to the Drone to 1K podcast, where we learn how successful drone entrepreneurs launch their businesses so you can too. And now, your host, David Young. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Drone to 1K podcast. I am your host and founder of Drone Launch Academy, David Young. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 6. Uh, today we're going to be talking to Leo Adams, who is the CEO and co-founder of Skylink, uh, which is a professional drone service company and also uh, a drone marketplace slash pilot network. So really interesting, a little bit different than uh, what we normally have on the show, or I guess maybe a little extra twist than what we normally have on the show. But it's fun to hear about different businesses and business models that are out there for drone pilots. If you are new to the Drone to 1K podcast, let's say this is your first episode tuning in, uh, to give you the gist, we essentially interview uh, different drone pilots and drone entrepreneurs who have successful drone businesses. So the podcast is called Drone to 1K because our minimum requirement to get on the show is to be making at least $1,000 a month or more with your drone. Most people are making more than that, uh, but we wanted to at least have kind of a minimum criteria so... That way we can have people who are doing it part-time, full-time, a wide range of people to help you. Um, but we wanted to make sure that they're at least uh, having some success there. So we made a $1,000 cutoff to have people on the show. Um, if you want, you can go back. We have a f- full first season with 10 episodes um, similar to this. And, uh, again, this is the sixth episode of the season. Uh, we usually do about 10 episodes per season, and then we take some time to uh, reach out to more people, record more episodes, find good guests, and then we'll uh, release the third season. So if you think you would be a good um, host or a good guest for the podcast, uh, maybe you've got a drone business or you know someone who does, uh, we'd love to have you. We'd love to feature you. Um, so if you would, you can either um, email me, david at dronelaunchacademy.com, and our operations person, Nicole, will get in touch with you. Uh, or you can look at the, the show notes to this podcast, wherever you're listening, and there should be a link to an application you can fill out to be on season three. So we'd love to hear from you on that if you are interested. Uh, A couple quick notes before we dive into the interview with Leo. Um, Like always, if you are wanting a free, soft Drone Launch Academy t-shirt, and I'm talking soft. I'm not talking like Hanes Beefy Tee. I'm not talking about, you know, free 5K run giveaway t-shirt. I'm talking soft. These things cost us money. Uh, Soft shirt, Drone Launch Academy t-shirt, we will give you one. We just ask you to go leave a review for our podcast So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go there. Uh, Somewhere else, uh, you can leave a review there. Just take a screenshot of your review and send it to me, david at dronelaunchacademy.com, and we will send you a shirt to say thank you. So far, I think we've got 60, maybe 60 or 70, probably in the 60s, uh, five-star reviews, and we love to keep getting that count up so that people um, know that this is a podcast that is worth listening to. I mean, at least we think it's worth listening to, so hopefully you do too. but yeah, that helps us out a lot uh, and uh, sends some signals to Apple Podcasts to kind of boost us a little bit in the rankings. So uh, that would be much appreciated, and I have no um, hesitation about bribing you with a T-shirt. So have at that and um, go from there. There's also some discounts for podcast listeners. We have a couple of courses at Drone Launch Academy on how to do roof inspections with drones, uh, aerial cinematography and video stuff, photography, passing your Part 107 exam, a lot of different stuff. So if you want to check that out, um, you can go to the show notes. Again, there is a link, dronelaunchacademy.com slash D1K for Drone to 1K. D1K discounts, and 
Uh, you can go there, and there's some special deals for podcast listeners. Obviously, you don't have to take any of those deals, but just wanted to put it out there in case you are interested in uh, starting maybe a drone business of your own or pursuing this and uh, kind of learning more about this field. All right, uh, let's get to the interview with Leo. All right, so welcome to the podcast, everyone. Today, uh, we have Leo Adams on the podcast. Thanks for joining, Leo. Um, why don't you kind of introduce yourself, your company, and yeah, a little bit about you? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, David. Appreciate you having me on today. Um, so yeah, obviously, like, like you said, my name is Leo. Um, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Skylink. Uh, we're a professional drone service company, and, and we have a drone marketplace and pilot network as well. Um, so yeah, uh, to give you a little bit of background, I live here in Charlotte, North Carolina, um, originally from the D.C. area. Um, graduated from Clemson. I know it's tough. We just lost the Natty, but um, hey, love, Sorry love about that. football. Love me some Tigers, but it's all right. <laughs> well, I went to Florida State, so I was like kind of your rival, but then I was also rooting for you guys in the national championship. So, yeah, the ACC Brotherhood, but also yeah, we we've had a little rivalry rivalry of our own. Yeah, we're we're FSU is terrible this year, so it's it's fine. <laughs> I'm I was rooting for you. All right. Well, yeah. So I'm excited to be on here today. I'm excited to kind of. Um, share a little bit more about my experience and, and hopefully help um, and provide some value out to, to your listeners. Cool. Thanks, man. Um, so why don't you tell me a little bit about, um, I guess, Skylink, or you, you kind of said you have a drone service business, but then also a pilot network. Just kind of walk us through that and tell us what kind of services you guys provide on like the, the drone services side of things. And then I'd love to hear some more about the, the pilot network too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, some of our main services we're offering aerial inspections, aerial mapping, and aerial photography. Um, so, you know, in terms of the industries we work with, um, we, we do a good bit of work in, in construction. We do solar. Um, you know, we do a bit of real estate and, and you know, some production work as well. But, um, you know, we do some topography work. Um, it it kind of varies. We, we actually kind of have our hands in a little bit of everything. But, um, you know, we, we you know, work with our pilot network um, to, you know, obviously scale nationwide and, and offer, you know, the flexibility to nationwide clients to be able to, um, you know, offer drone services, you know, across the entire country. So we have pilots in, in pretty much every state. Um, and, you know, we work with them uh, to, to provide all those services. Um, and yeah, so we, we also have a, a drone marketplace that um, we've, you know, developed uh, from scratch. And, uh, you know, clients are able to, to come on, use the marketplace, connect with pilots and post jobs um, and receive bids from from pilots within our pilot network. Um, a lot of what we use our marketplace for currently since we you know launched it last year um, is is mainly work, you know, organizing our pilots, you know, making sure we have all the compliance documentation, part 107 cert certifications, um, you know, insurance certificates. Um, you know, and, and, you know, obviously, uh, you know, drone, uh, uh, I guess the, the uh, drone registrations, um, gotcha. that, you know, pilots do through drone zone. So just managing the compliance. Uh, we, we do have a couple clients that come and post on the job board, but uh, mainly we're using it right now as, you know, kind of to streamline the process of, you know, getting pilots deployed and, and obviously managing compliance. But yeah, that's kind of a little bit more um, about, you know, what we do and, and who yeah. we are. So did it start off where you were, I guess, did you have the, the pilot network idea from the beginning or did it start off to where you were offering services and then you kind of expanded more and more and just wanted to get more pilots to do work for your company that for jobs you were getting? 
Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. So actually, um, I, I bought my first drone back in 2016, the original Mavic, uh-huh. um, pretty much right when that came out. And I started flying, you know, myself, I just, you know, um, you know, wanted to, to get out there and fly. I thought it was, you know, awesome to actually just fly drones. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I just started taking images and doing aerial photography. Um, you know, I created videos for local companies. I started, you know, doing a, uh, you know, using it as a side hustle when I was, uh, back in, back in the corporate world, um, in a, in a full-time job. And, um, from there, I pretty much, you know, continued to grow, you know, my side hustle to the point where um, I actually left, um, you know, that company and, uh, went full time with, with my drone business. And, and at that time when I went full time, awesome. it was just me, um, you know, just me flying. And I, you know, grew from doing video production, aerial photography, um, you know, like I did real estate work and, and things of that nature to start and getting more in, into inspections. Like, um, you know, obviously starting in roof inspections is kind of the easiest route, especially with, you know, a Mavic or Phantom four, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, growing from there and into doing, you know, higher level inspections, um, you know, more infrastructure or energy, uh, solar inspections, um, doing some mapping work, um, and just kind of grew from there and, and got to the point where I wanted to, you know, have a, a more scalable model where, mm-hmm. um, you know, it wasn't necessarily, you know, m- me always being the pilot and, and essentially trading my time for, um, you know, money. Um, right. it, it became something where I could work with pilots across the country and, and kind of open the door to, you know, working with bigger clients and, and, you know, have an opportunity to um, really, you know, create a, a, you know, nationwide business. Um, so that was kind of the goal. And, uh, that, that's when I set out to find, you know, a partner with, um, and create what Skylink is today, um, and create this marketplace, create this, you know, scalable model, um, where we can work with subcontractors across the country. And and that's when I found my, my current partner, who's my CTO, he kind of heads up all of the, you know, our technical operations, you know, our development, software development, and it's been great. So now, you know, we, we pretty much um, spent 2018 kind of building it out. 2019 was really about, you know, bringing in clients, starting to grow the business. Um, and and this year really, you know, trying to, to bring it to the next level. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been kind of a a slow but steady process and, and kind of been, you know, Every year I learn something new. I kind of evolve a little bit and, and, you know, grow into um, a new area. So yeah, it's been exciting. It's, it's been, uh, it's been definitely a journey since back in 2016 by my first round. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of progress between then and now. So that's really cool. Um, when you, so, so for your, your network and this kind of the the pilot kind of network you're building out, um, are you still, I'm guessing you're kind of bringing in, and finding those clients and then you're kind of giving those jobs or finding the pilots for those jobs. Um, I guess, are you just at a point where you're getting referrals and have kind of repeat clients or are you kind of making an active effort to try to go out and pitch people and and things like that can tell me about some of that part. Yeah. 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 That's a good question. So, yeah, I mean, we do, we are going out and, and, you know, developing new business, um, creating uh, new opportunities for our pilots and, and closing contracts that we can, uh, work with our pilots on. Um, so yeah, we have existing clients that continue to come back to us for work. And, and that, you know, obviously is great because we have relationships with, you know, current pilots that, you know, help us uh, do a lot of aerial data collection or aerial photography. And then we're able to continue to find new business. Um, and, you know, 
the goal is to maintain the business that we have while creating new business. So yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're always, you know, seeking new business. We're always communicating with uh, new prospects and, and trying to close new contracts that we can, uh, you know, bring, bring more work to our pilots. Um, Cause right now, you know, we have um, a decent amount of work and, and some pilots, you know, we're able to work with more frequently than others, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're obviously trying to, you know, win as much business as possible and, and keep our pilots as busy as we can. Yeah, sure. That's awesome. So I, I want to go back a little bit to when you were saying, you know, you were working in the corporate world full time and were able to transition out of that to doing full time drone business, which I feel like is like the dream for a lot of people. Cause I talked to so many people there, some people just are like, yeah, I like it as a side hustle or some people are retired and they're like, I don't want to do too much work. I just want to like make some cash and have fun. But I have talked to a lot of people who are like, I'd love to be able to just like do this full time. Uh, so maybe, maybe walk me through some of that. And like, what was that like when you were first starting out in business and kind of managing full-time work and side work and what, what were you even doing full-time? Were you in DC at that time? You said, no, no, I was actually, um, just, just had moved here to Charlotte. I just graduated from Clemson and I'd moved here to Charlotte. I was doing, um, you know, it services, managed service work for uh, a company that's uh, here in Charlotte and, I was working with a lot of the, the major banks, you know, obviously Charlotte's a, a huge banking city. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, honestly I had, you know, in college I had uh, run, run a couple of businesses and I knew that, um, you know, I was eventually going to want to be a full-time entrepreneur. Um, mm-hmm. So I, you know, pretty much set out right from when I pretty much started at that, um, that company that I wanted to, you know, create something that was going to allow me the freedom to, um, to do my own, my own thing and, and to create my own business. Um, so, you know, I had the intention right from the start and, and I worked at it. Um, so yeah, it was, um, you know, always a goal and, and, you know, it was just taking small steps, just, just taking action on uh, those things to be able to, you know, put myself in a position where I could make the leap. And, and to be honest, like when I did it, when I was like, you know, finally like, you know, all right, you know, we're parting ways right now. I, I was nervous, man. Cause I was, you oh, know, sure. out. yeah, I just, I, I like at that point, it's like the safety net's gone, you know, you have to go. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't sell jobs, if you don't start, you know, finding clients and, you know, uh, creating work for yourself, then, you know, you're not, you're not gonna be able to pay rent, you're not gonna be able to, you know, put food on the table. So, um, I think actually jumping out, um, I might even do, might've even done it a little too soon, but it kind of gave me, you know, uh, the, the energy and, and the drive to like go out and, and make it work. Cause that was like my only option. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's good to put your back against the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. So when you were working full time, were you start? did you start off doing like real estate jobs? Is that what you said? Or what kind of work were you doing initially with your drone? Yeah. It's just kind of the low hanging fruit. Right. Um, yeah. so it was just, you know, the, the easy thing to get into, um, you know, connected with, um, you know, did a lot of networking through, you know, my own, you know, contacts and network that I had, um, and was just able to find some, some jobs here and there. Um, I did, you know, capturing, you know, B-roll for, um, videographers that, that I knew that, you know, didn't know about using drones yet, or it was still pretty new to them. Um, and just collaborating with people and just trying to uh, meet as many people as possible. And, and, uh, you know, just trying to see how I could bring them value. And, and yeah, so it was, you know, doing that, I, I found my own, you know, small businesses, local small businesses and, uh, made videos for, for them and, and kind of actually use drones more as like a tool on some of those projects. Sure. So, yeah. Um, 
yeah, it was just kind of a, that, that was kind of the mix uh, when I was first starting out. Yeah. Um, cause I always love to hear about, especially who people, people have built it into like a larger business. Like you have like hearing kind of how they, they first get their first clients. And it seems like a lot of people start with real estate, like you say, cause it's a little bit of a low hanging fruit, but, yeah. um, it's kind of hard to hang around there forever. Uh, it yeah. seems it, it's tough. It's tough because honestly, it's just kind of realtors and, and agents and brokers expectations for, um, you know, costs have just become so low because of so many new entrants and that's how they, you know, look to get into drones. Right. Um, so people are willing to do things very cheap. And, and, you know, I understand that, you know, sometimes it is good to like get your foot in the door by, you know, offering an introductory discount. So, yeah, I mean, it became pretty apparent that it was a saturated market. And, and so I essentially just decided that um, I couldn't hang around there forever if I was going to make it work in the long term. So I, you know, pretty much, um, you know, started, started, you know, pursuing other, uh, other work and in, in other areas and um, just kind of, kind of took it from there. Yeah. So after, after real estate, um, or kind of dabbling in that area, what did you move on to next? Like what kind of work were you looking for? Yeah. Yeah. So, and like what uh, kind of, what kind of time frame was that too? Yeah. So the like real estate work doing videography and video production and stuff like that was probably for, you know, the, a better part of a, a year when I was still in that, um, that old job. And, you know, I started progressing out of it. I actually, um, joined a few pilot networks, uh, myself, like uh, drone base and, you know, you know, some of, some of these other ones. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, I think like, it was when I joined those that I started to have this idea for Skylink and for, you know, wanting to create a, a different type of, of pilot network where mm-hmm. you know, we were able to, um, you know, not bring the market down in terms of, you know, price, uh, price wise and right. you know, be able to work with our pilots on a, on a fair price. And that's still something that we do, you know, today in terms of when we're, you know, quoting jobs, um, a lot of what we do is project specific, um, work. Um, so, you know, we work with our pilots on, you know, what's fair for them, um, so that, you know, we can, you know, and obviously still trying to keep it competitive for the client, um, and, you know, having, you know, our, our margin as well. So all parties win. Um, so that's kind of the goal. And, and, you know, when I, you know, joined those pilot networks, I just didn't see that, you know, partnership with pilots. Um, it mm-hmm. felt more like, um, they were just leveraging pilots and, and, you know, trying to, you know, maybe not exploit, but like in, in a, in a way kind of just use pilots to, you know, that were new to drive prices down so that they yeah. could win contracts. So I just felt like that wasn't the right way to do it. And, and I just wanted to, you know, get involved and, in, and, you know, outside of, you know, trying to create a scalable model for, you know, my own business, but also to, you know, try to, you know, kind of have more of a conscious capitalist mindset. And, and that's kind of the philosophy that, you know, we, we carry on still to, um, you know, today. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah. I know a lot of people who use drone base and so, you know, I've never, I've never taken a job on drone base, but you know, I, I talked to a lot of people who have, and, um, you know, it's, from what I've seen, they're pretty low paying, low paying gigs, usually pretty easy gigs. Like it's like, Oh, I needed to go out and take 10 photos and send them in or yeah. like a 30 second video of this. So some people I've talked to are like, yeah, it's good for getting in or like getting maybe a little bit of experience, but it's like, you can't really yeah, make and, it sustainable. And- you can't really make any type of sustainable income off of it. Well, yeah. And I wouldn't say that, like, if you're a new pilot, I wouldn't, you know, expect like for you to jump into a drone network and, 
you know, have enough business yeah. that's going to keep you going full time. Like that's more of like a supplemental, you know, right. income to your business. And, and, you know, to circle back a little bit, like, I don't think, you know, drone base is, is all bad. Like I, I, you know, do have respect for what they do and, and they do offer a lot of support and uh, resources and help to their pilots. So, you know, not, not, nothing, you know, totally against them, but I just, no, yeah. there was a different way to, to go about, um, you know, ha- like, working with a pilot network that yeah. um, just just seemed a little bit uh, better to me. So that, that just kind of was my take on it when I, you know, first joined. Yeah, no, that's, I was gonna say, that's something that I, I do hear from pilots, you know, especially on Facebook, the Facebook forums and stuff where he's like, oh, they're just driving prices down. It's a race, race to the bottom is my favorite, you know, everybody's saying that. So, <laughs> um, and part of me is like, well, I mean, differentiate, like learn how to edit the videos yourselves or go out and figure out how to get clients, you know, some of that stuff. Cause that's kind of the hard part, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. You so. you got to you got to find a way to to position yourself differently and um you know what I've learned is, you know, cuz when I was first getting started, I was, you know, just emailing a bunch of, you know, potential leads or businesses and um you know, that that can find work, but it's also pretty tough to, you know, continue to do every week and and it's maybe not the most sustainable, but um what I've noticed is that when you are able to have a face-to-face conversation with a, with a potential client or, or a lead, you know, they're much more willing to work with you because there's probably other, you know, potential drone pilots that are emailing them and bombarding them via email or a uh, cold call on that, you know, they're much more willing to, you know, work with somebody they know. So that's why, you know, I, I always recommend going out and trying to, you know, find, you know, out before you, you know, before you do that, like determine who your clients are going to be, like, what's your, um, you know, your ideal client that you're going after and then figure out where they, you know, where they live, where they're well, not, not literally, but where are yeah, they, yeah. what do they do? Sure. Um, where do they go? How many kids they have, where they go to school, how much money <laughs> they make? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, as much as you can find out. No, I know. I just messed um, with so yeah, yeah, well, yeah, attending networking events, um, different conferences, um, industry meetups, you know, that's a great place to, to build, you know, great relationships with, uh, potential prospects and whether they have a job or not, you know, I've met people at, um, industry conferences that they don't actually have any work for, for me or for Skylink, but they're, they've been able to connect me with, you know, past colleagues that they know have active projects or, or something in their pipeline. So, um, the more you can go out and meet people is probably the best way to, you know, create long-term success and have clients that, you know, will continue to come back to you. Yeah. I love that. Um, and I, you answered the question I was going to ask and say, you, you know, what's, what's one of the best ways you found to be able to get in front of, cause yeah, like if you're just emailing somebody and you're just another thing in their inbox, it's easy to ignore. But if you're able to sit down with somebody and you're like, Oh, I like this guy, you know, or I like this girl, you know, like, and then, you know, when it comes time to do business, they have much, you know, it's, you're not just like another person in their email box kind of thing. Sure. Um, yeah. I think along those lines and just to take it a little bit further is, when you have to kind of think when you're reaching out to these companies, even if it is via email, like, you know, how are you providing value? You're essentially a lot of people are just out there asking for, Hey, do you have a project for me? Um, But like, what value can you bring before you have your ass? Like, can you go out there and do a demo day um, and do like a sample inspection? You know, if it's like a roof inspection, for example, like go out there and do a sample um, roof inspection and show them what deliverables you can produce for them. Um, and then, you know, that might be enough to push them over the edge and be like, wow, this, um, this service is, is actually worthwhile. I didn't think of the, these things. And it shows that you're willing to, you know, go out there and, 
um, you know, provide them value before you start asking them for business. Um, it could be, you know, a demo day or, or um, like a lunch and learn where you bring lunch to, you know, maybe their team and, and talk to them about, you know, some of the different use cases that you can offer. If it's, um, you know, like, you know, we, you know, could be for like an engineering firm um, and they have project managers and you do like a lunch and learn where you go and talk to them about topography and, and you know, di- different, you know, mapping projects that you've done, creating, you know, elevation models or, or terrain models, uh, contour maps. So it could be, you know, whatever, whatever the service or niche that you're going after, um, there's ways to get out there, provide value, and then make your ask before, you know, you start bombarding people f- with asks. Um, so I, yeah. I think that's just something that, you know, I found to be uh, helpful in, in getting in the door. Yeah, no, that's smart. Now, uh, have you, have you, you personally like seen success with that type of uh, model of doing kind of um, getting out and there and doing demos and things like that? Yeah. Yeah. It's not um, like, it's not what I would recommend for every client, um, but mm-hmm. it is something that we've done before that um, does work. So yeah, I, I, I would recommend, you know, adding that into your marketing mix, I guess. I would yeah, say. sure. Sure. Yeah. One, one thing I always, people always have questions about and, and I always like to ask is like, you know, for those people who are maybe just starting their business, they're in their town, they got a drone, they got the part 107 license. They're like, all right, time to make some money. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, like what, what is the, like, how would you direct them to get started and, and get moving in business to actually start generating some income, at least on the side? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think you just gotta, you gotta go out there and fly, man. I, I think like, um, you just gotta get out there, you know, start to, you know, cause anyone can take the part 107 exam and, yep. and pass it. Um, but that doesn't necessarily make you a good pilot, you know, right. go practice, um, some shots. It could be, you know, just in a, in a park and trying to, you know, do different trucking shots or, uh, an orbit shot or, um, you know, a reveal shot and just practice some of these, um, you know, typical shots that, you know, uh, drone pilots are using in real estate or, or, you know, videography or production work, um, and just try to, you know, get out there and practice. And then, you know, from there actually going out and, and trying to, um, you know, like meet people, like I said, and, and try to start reaching out to your existing network, um, you know, research where you can go out there and, um, co- to continue down that path is, is actually, once you start doing some work, making sure you're, you know, documenting it, um, you know, saving some of the deliverables or, or the, you know, footage that you take. And, um, you know, cause I think the, a portfolio, creating a portfolio is so important because it becomes, uh, your, probably your biggest sales tool down the road, um, to, to be able to continue to, to drive new business. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of, you know, the, the directions and the steps that I would start to take, um, if you're, you know, just, just bought a drone and you're trying to get into, into the industry. Yeah. Cool. I love that, man. Um, one thing I was going to ask too, you, you know, you said you start off in the production stuff and then move towards inspections and doing mapping and topography. Um, you know, those are pretty different areas. And if you're sitting there with a bunch of engineers or in trying to speak intelligently, like how did you make that transition from just, you know, video production stuff to like, being able to talk intelligently and, and sell engineers, you know what I mean? That's a little bit of a learning. Yeah, curve, yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. That's, um, it's a great point. Um, and for me, it was actually working with and partnering with smarter people than me, to be honest. Um, and, and people that have done some of those services and just kind of, 
you know, asking them for help and, and trying to provide value for them in, in a partnership type fashion. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, actually being able to, um, you know, provide value on a partnership level and not necessarily, you know, just to clients, but um, working with them and maybe having them show up to, you know, uh, you know, a meeting with them and, and trying to jointly sell. Um, and then you start to learn from those people. Uh, maybe you go out and, and fly with some of those, those um, you know, uh, pilots that, that you might connect with. Um, so that's why I think it's important to, you know, and, and brings up a good point is it's not impo- important to just connect with clients, but also to do so with, you know, other pilots in your area, um, yeah. you know, network with, you know, with them. And, and, you know, I think in this industry, it's, it's a, if you approach it the right way, it's a very collaborative industry. Um, so you're able to, you know, work with other pilots and, and hopefully, um, create mutually beneficial relationships. So that's kind of, you know, the approach I took because, you know, I didn't have necessarily that engineering background to, um, you know, go in there and feel confident right from the start. But, um, you know, it, it's something that you can work with other people on and kind of grow into. Yeah. So when you kind of set up some partnerships with this, these pilot or pilots, um, how did you sell that without it making it seem like, hey, I want to come in here and do what you're doing and make, create more competition for you? Like, how did you get them to agree to like, let you learn from them? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a fair point. And honestly, I think for me, it was just like, Hey, can we, you know, I guess trying to show my like true intention of, you know, trying to work with them and try to bring more business to their business as well. So we, you know, go out there, split work. Um, But yeah, I mean, some people are just going to be completely, you know, turned off to that and not interested at all, which, um, you know, is just how some people, you know, are, and, and that's fine. So you try to move on and, and try to connect with people that, you know, are willing to, to help. And, and maybe you have um, something that you can offer them. Maybe, you know, they need a visual observer on some projects and, and maybe you can actually go and, and be, you know, VO for their projects. And, and that's maybe how you learn um, in a less competitive, you know, fashion, but yeah, there's, there's ways to go about it. I think it's, um, you know, important how you approach those situations that ultimately yeah. allow you to, to create partnerships like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. I like that. Yeah. Cause that's one thing that, you know, people are always wondering like, well, you know, the low hanging fruit is I can go take, you know, some video of this business or this house or whatever, but then it's like, Oh, cool. I'm gonna do mapping. You're like, but I don't really know how to talk to people about it. And like, they can't really sell it cause they don't really fully understand that world and how, uh, you know, they, they, they know how to fly the drone, but they don't understand enough about that topic area to show someone why this is helpful for them, you know? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that kind of goes back to my point of like, just get out there and fly. And it's, you know, I mentioned the example of like doing more cinematography shots mm-hmm. and video shots, but you can do that with like, you can get a free count on drone deploy, um, try to set up, you know, different missions um, for free on their app and actually go out there and fly and collect data. Um, and then, you know, obviously to process it, you can use other software. There's plenty of other softwares and mapping softwares, but essentially yeah. you can do a low cost option try to start experimenting, um, see what's, what works, what you're able to, to, you know, create on your, you know, first few test flights and, and just kind of try to, to go from there. I mean, but you're not going to learn anything just, um, you know, sitting at home and you know, yeah. not flying. So you got to get out there and, and try to fly. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, that, I love you taking us through kind of from the beginning to, to where you are now and just kind of trying to expand that out. Um, 
you know, so for people, I guess what's, what's next for, for you? Like, you know, are you, are you going to continue to kind of just, I mean, it sounds like you're going to continue to try to build out uh, Skylink and more pilots, more projects. Is that, is that what your future looks like? Or tell us about that. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. I mean, I think, um, you know, I, I talk with my, with my partner all the time. Like we were very much so in like 2018 was kind of, you know, building year, like not much going on in terms of, you know, business. And then 2019 was, um, you know, really setting the stage and just, you know, creating a, a sustainable business. And then, you know, 2020 is kind of growth uh, mode for us. So yeah, I think um, this is kind of the year we we look to um, three to five X our business and, and really try to, you know, create a lot of growth and, and new partnerships with uh, with pilots and, and, you know, new clients. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a big year of growth for us. So definitely excited for 2020. Cool, man. Uh, well, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I appreciate you, you know, jumping on here and, and talking to me and yeah. walking me through your whole journey. And I think it's really cool. You, you've had a lot, you know, I, I've talked to people who they're just kind of at the beginning stages, but they've had success and they're, and they're doing pretty well, it's still side project, but it's cool to hear from you. You know, you've been able to kind of almost span the whole life cycle of, having a side gig and then, you know, taking it full time and, and, and really kind of trying to expand and grow it out. And I love your, your vision for, um, you know, getting more projects and bringing in more people. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a journey. It's, um, not an easy journey. You gotta, you gotta be persistent. That's for sure. Um, so that's what I would recommend is if you're looking to get into the drone industry, um, I would, you, you need to be able to have a little bit of patience and just kind of, uh, take it one step at a time and, um, you know, go through the ups and downs. It's, there's going to be a learning curve, but you just got to push through that and, and continue to, to, you know, do your best to, um, you know, be persistent and, and good things will come. I mean, you know, that's, that's what I always tell, uh, you know, new pilots that, you know, we work with or that, you know, I talk to. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, you got to play the long game, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Cool. Uh, so if people want to like either get in contact with you or hear more about your business and stuff you're doing, what's the best way to, you know, find out more about you and get a hold of you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I would start off by going to our website, www.skylink.org. Um, Sky has an E at the end of it. Um, so yeah, yeah. check out skylink.org. If you are a, a certified pilot, um, we'd love for you to, to go ahead and, and check us out and sign up. It's free to uh, create an account on our site and, um, you know, yeah, we're always looking for to connect with new pilots and, and create new new partnerships. So, yeah, hope hope you guys are able to go check out the site. You can also find us. We're on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Um, just Skylink uh, UAV. You can check us out there as well. Cool. And uh, for the show notes, we'll uh, we'll have all this uh, posted in the in the notes to this episode. So if you're listening, you can go to dronelaunchacademy.com/podcasts. Uh, fi- find the episode uh, with. Leo Adams and Skylink, and uh, you should find all these links there in case you you know forget or don't want to write them down. We'll uh, we'll post it all there. Uh, well, Leo, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk, man, and uh, um, always love hearing people's stories. So uh, thanks for thanks for coming on. Absolutely, thanks for having me, David. Appreciate it. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Leo Adams of Skylink, and hope you got a lot out of it. And um, hope we got the juices flowing about different possibilities there are within the drone space and what maybe you could do even on the side part-time um, or maybe even to pursue as a full-time endeavor, um, getting your drone and getting it up there and maybe picking up some clients and making some money. 
it's pretty fun. I got to be honest. I mean, my main focus is Drill and Launch Academy. Um, I do have a little bit of background in aviation. I'm a, I'm a pilot from you know, like 10 years ago when I went to flight school, but uh, my career path was more on the accounting side. I worked for the FBI for a while. Uh, some of you who follow Drill and Launch might, might know some more details about my background, but uh, kind of came from more of the business accounting side uh, and had some aviation experience. Got back into drones or got into drones in like 2015, um, started getting better with them and started Drone Launch Academy and started just uh, working with industry partners to bring uh, good courses to people who are wanting to learn about drones. But even I, just as a side experiment, you know, set up a, a drone company to implement some of the things that they're teaching here on the podcast. And I got to say, you know, this stuff works. Uh, you know, I've tried it out in my own business, um, even locally, and without a whole lot of effort. Now, I don't want to say effort. You know, I already had a, a network from from uh, getting to know people and implementing a lot of the things that, you know, people talk about on the show, right? You know, getting out there, meeting people, making connections. But even from those connections that I already had, I was able to land a commercial drone job fairly easily, leveraging some of the work that had already been done and some of the groundwork. Uh, and, you know, it's fun. I got to go out there and take drone video of a bunch of different buildings, put it together. You know, and I'm not the world's best editor too, but, you know, I obviously get to take the courses that Drone Launch Academy has since it's my company and I've learned a lot. And, and even I was able to go out there and make 1300 bucks doing a drone job for some commercial properties. And so that's just the beginning of the kind of stuff you can do. Uh, and it really is possible. Um, so if you are enjoying these podcasts, um, that's kind of the whole reason we do them is to kind of inspire you to take some action and know, hey, here's what other people are doing. And here's what's possible for you. So um, I hope that they're helping. I hope they give you some good ideas for your, for your own business. Hopefully you take some notes or can go back and listen to them again or kind of read through the notes, uh, read through our notes that we have on the podcast um, and hope that they help kind of bring you some success. So if you do have a drone business, even if you're not making $1,000 a month, but you just want to write in and say, hey, David, I'm listening to the podcast and here's what I've done and here's how it's working for me. You know, I would love to hear that uh, and love to hear from you on that. So Feel free to write in and tell me some stories. You know, I get uh, emails from from you guys occasionally on different things you're doing, and it's just very interesting to me. So um, keep it up and keep it coming in. So, all right, everyone, thanks for tuning in for episode six. Looking forward to next episode seven, uh, and we're going to start working on recording for season three here soon. So I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of season two. Get out there, fly some drones, stay safe. <laughs>